This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. It is the evening of 2-2-2-2-2-2. And when this is published, it'll show up on Spotify and Apple as Wednesday, February 23rd. Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. And I'm back with my co-host and friend, and we are now going over the list. Old movies of... The Batman series, not not counting the latter um, Zack Snyder ones, but um, uh, Avi's free to talk about the Zack Snyder movies also along the way if you'd like with this. And now we're going over 2012's The Dark Knight Rises, the third and final in the Chris Nolan series from 2005 to 2012. Um, Avi, what are your first thoughts when it comes to what you think about in regards to The Dark Knight Rises? It's it's almost quite a good one. They even have I like to think about the the fight the fight sequence about between Bane and the, and the Batman, but it's a good more from the storyline from the comic book of Nightfall, where where Bane did broke uh, Bruce Wayne's back during the fight, uh, and uh, it's very he's very incapable. Even though it's just too bad that they don't they don't mention about the Joker's wrath since the last time about like uh, even they know about the Harvey Dent the death about the as a cover-up about to know about the to know cover up to the to protect the society about uh, the criminals to know that harvey dance a darker side well what were you saying right um after bane but before harvey you said something between that what'd you say well uh, before harvey the, about the even uh because the storyline of the of the dark dying rises far from the the bane storyline and the comic book of nightfall when Bane did broke Batman's back. Right. I know. I thought you said Joker somewhere in the mirror, and Joker wasn't mentioned. Oh, yeah. There's no, there's, no, there's nothing mentioned about Jokers or Reign of Terror since it's like it's almost so, like it's never happened. So, from what, from, my, from what I read about all that, as far as Joker part of all that's concerned, is that um, Nolan was against recasting it, recasting for a new Joker, and he thought, out of respect of what happened to Heath Ledger, that throughout the entire movie of Rises, uh, Joker and what hap- Joker did in the previous movie, Dark Knight, um, was not going to be talked about or mentioned at all about Joker or Heath Ledger or anything about Joker, Heath Ledger stuff, with the exception that in the Dark Knight Rises novel, the Dark Knight Rises novel book does explain something about the Joker being inside of Arkham or, or being the last person not freed from Arkham, or that's how they kind of explain it. And as for Bane, I have to say... He's he's a much improvement over how Bane was represented in 97's Batman and Robin, but there, yeah. but however, there's two similarities. Is negative similarities is that in both movies, Batman and Robin and Dark Knight Rises, we find out that Bane overall is just a lackey, a henchman for the person that's working with him. In in Batman and Robin, it was Poison Ivy was kind of running him and then uh, now we re- find out in Rises that um, Miranda, Miranda Tate Talia Al Ghul was that guys he's like a mercenary that yeah I mean that, that mercenary type about well even yeah. they should be telling me you can speak about that but here's a really the, the connection about every Tom movie is about Tom Hardy starring about he always wears some kind of mask you know like the mask he that disguised himself in the Inception uh, mask and he got tied up in the 
He is wearing a he is wearing a mask in a lot of those movies, and I know you liked the Mad Max uh, Four uh, Fury Road. The guy, his voice, his voice in Mad Max Four Fury Road almost sounds very similar to his voice for Bane in Dark Knight Rises. It sounds very similar to the voice in both movies. But what I was saying was, is that you find out even in Rises, he even though he's so imposing and the majority major big villain of what would seems like throughout most of Rises. You find out, just like in Batman and Robin, then in Rises, he's a lackey or henchman for Miranda Tate's Talia yeah. Agul. So, so there's positives and negatives about how Bane was. And um, I do like the voice in Rises, but again, his voice is kind of the same in the Mad Max. And I like a lot some of the quotes, some of the memorable quotes that he does as Bane. Um, you know, some of the stuff is like... Um, when when Gotham is when Gotham's in ashes, then you have my permission to die. You can, you can, you can, let's see let's see your impression of Bane's voice. Right, right. Your punishment shall like, so, not, right, not Darth Vader. It's not, right. it's not very like Darth Vader-ish, Vader-ish type. Yeah. Uh, all the vocal voices. Yeah. Even that they explained about they didn't mention about that. Fancy wears a heavy mask about that. They display that, that mask about the, the how to make the source of the strength about yeah. the, the, the yeah. battle. Yeah. You saw about the prologue about it shows about he was nearly about three quill of riots in the in the prison scene about and there's it's obviously about how the how they ever to how the uh, you know the Raja Gul, you know, Liam Neeson flashback, how they can help him right. improve. Right. Now before we before we get in before we get into any more talk about Bane and um Bane and uh Raja Gul, a few a bit ago you mentioned you you mentioned Two Face uh Harvey Dent Two Face. I do want to mention one thing about that, at least one thing in the, uh, in, their first, in the start of this podcast, and that this movie rises actually starts with Gordon eulogizing or doing a funeral for for Harvey Dent Two Face. That's literally how the movie opens before they do that uh, um, flying uh, flying uh, airplane uh, sky stuff. Like it literally opens with uh, Gordon doing that thing for Harvey Dent, and then Harvey Dent again. When after that, wouldn't really be mentioned again till the thing outside of um, Bruce Wayne's house, and then not again after that until Bane reads the letter during that whole um, later later part of the movie. Yeah, that sounds like uh, it's, uh, it's almost like uh, almost like a Citizen Kane type about yeah. the, even though that is like something about the to, to rise up. But the, mm. uh, even though I thought that what movie got me that was wrong about the, the it's very full about this because if you look at the poster of the original poster of the Dark Knight Rises, we thought that we thought the city's guys coming apart that leaves only the yeah. I got the poster right there. Up. There's the poster of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because even though we thought that they, they could borrow another storyline from the comic book called uh, No Man's Land, mm-hmm. we thought the whole uh, Gotham City had to have yeah, the biggest earthquake mm-hmm. about that leaves us. Uh, Everything shattered. Even the prisoners on the loose. It was like it was like a combination. It was a bit of a combination of the nightfall thing you mentioned and the no man's yeah. land, and then the story, not the book novel that Nolan liked to go over. What was from the tale, of, the tale of two cities or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. The tale of two cities had. Oh yeah, about the all the stuff with that. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff with it. Yeah, and then it also went in, and then it also like how you said how the 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 terror or the um the war on terror for Dark Knight two thousand eight with rises with the money stuff. It was about like Wall Wall Street and stuff. Yeah. 
Because even though it doesn't make sense about the plot about what's the deal with about the economic downturn. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, all that kind of stuff within economics aspect of it. Yeah. Even the make Bruce Wayne lost everything, lost everything, and became bankrupt. Right, right. He lost all his money and got ban- bankrupt. Um, let me see. What did you? What did you? What did you make of all the opening scenes? What did you think about the different scenes that opened the movie? Well, sometimes it's very like uh, you know stuff. It's like it's similar compared like a, like a Joker in the Dark Knight about the bank robbery scene about till the bills came later later on about some surprises surprises. Let me yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Let me mention about that in all three movies. That happens actually in the beginning of all three movies, as from the trivia, as from what I what what I, what you're talking about now, because in the very beginning it begins. Ra's al Ghul pretends to be Henry Ducard and talks to Bruce Wayne in that place in the Far East and that's him pretending to be what he really is later on and then as you said with the Joker and the bank in the beginning of the Dark Knight him being uh, pretending to be the, the the goons with the rest of the goons and he kills all the goons and then then you said with Bane so but what 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 Nolan does in the beginning of all three movies is has each of the three main big bad guys pretend they're the lower parts of the goons uh, or such in in the beginning of each like that. So that's a good point you mentioned with that. That each each yeah. main villain does it in the beginning of each of the Nolan movies. All right. But here's another thing about uh, what you just missed. I forgot to tell you about the last last movie about Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. About where Batman had to make choice who could save one of them and that separately. It's just like compared. There's other superhero movies that that one the hero had to save which one he has to choose. Like in Spider-Man, the so Spider-Man had to save Mary Jane or or save the tra- trample of children, trample of children at the bridge. About the even the other one is. Uh, Wait, what's it? Well, I'm trying to understand. In Rises, what are you referring to again? No. Why I, I forgot to mention to you about the previously the, the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight about the one Joker gives an option about who who Batman will save about like uh, Rachel Dawes or Harvey Dent about separately. It's just like there's another superhero movies that had the, the some heroes had to risk finding choices and who could save like in Spider-Man 2002. But Spider-Man had to say Mary Jane or. Or a tramp full of cars. Right. Uh, oh, with this. Okay. Well, as far as the, as far as what you're mentioning in the Dark Knight, from what I understand, Batman or Bruce Wayne, I guess because he, he's, he's both of that. He decides he wants. He of course he wants to. He wants to save Rachel Dawes, who he's known for a long time, and she he uh, loved her, whatnot. But we also knew that. We were probably going to see more of Harvey Dent become Two-Face. Therefore, we knew in that scene where that happens, what Joker does, we knew that Harvey Dent was going to at least survive long enough where she had to be the one that died for him to have more of that arc of becoming Harvey Dent into Two-Face. Or there's another hero that that too late to save that California, that California makes a famous earthquake, mm. and for alert, to, it, it kills Lewis Lane. Mm. Uh, just like right. what happened Dark Knight, he's too, he's too, the Superman's too late to love with his most. 
But then in the end, Superman the the, the big something ambitious moves about like uh, reversing the earth, right. the earth in reverse time to prevent the mm-hmm. earthquake never happen mm-hmm. in California and right. and as Lewis death. In Dark Knight. In Dark Knight Rises, in Dark Knight Rises, Rachel Dawes is briefly mentioned in that picture when, um, when 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 he's with uh, Miranda Tate Talia inside his place, and Two Face Harvey Dent's mentioned a few times. But like you said, to explain, I already explained why and how Joker wasn't mentioned. Yeah, even though that's why the Harvey, even though Alfred mentioned about the, it uh, finally tells uh, Bruce Wayne that he he should, he should tell about the Rachel's letter about mm. the. And yeah, yeah, but yeah. Bruce Wayne in that scene, Bruce Wayne didn't believe him and still didn't believe him, even after what Af- Alfred told him. So it's kind of like Bruce Wayne was just gonna think whatever he wants to think and not believe what believe what Alfred told him in regards to that. And also, let's say about the other characters, about like, uh, well, you, about, the, about the Anne Hathaway, but yeah. it plays a new Catwoman, about, yeah. even they, when they were spraying dance with Selena Kyle, it's like, it's very similar comments, like, uh, another previous uh, Batman movie, Batman Returns, mm-hmm. but that, Batman dance with us. Yeah, I think it was it was supposed to be an homage to that what you're speaking of with them doing that in Rises. But as far as um like chemistry is concerned, I think that I don't think that um Christian Bale and Anne Hathaway had good chemistry as Batman and and, and Ed Catwoman in Rises. Whereas 20 years earlier in Batman Returns, you could definitely tell the chemistry between Michael Keaton and My- Michelle Pfeiffer, and I believe they also off off the movie had briefly dated at one point. Yeah, even though the character of uh, the uh, the Anne Hathaway character of uh, of a Catwoman, because mm-hmm. she 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 influence of another classic actress about in the forties called Hedy Lamarr. Oh, that yeah, it was kind of like an homage to that, yeah, of the earlier that's, one. That's why she's yeah. like a seductress, yeah. and then she realized what she has done. Be, Become a traitor yeah, to the and it's gonna and with this new oh. yeah that's that's all true. Uh, that's interesting. And and with the new Batman movie coming out, the Matt Reeves one, which, which also f- showcases a a, a a young Catwoman, it should be interesting to see how that Catwoman is uh, portrayed in this uh, in this new uh, this, this new new iteration of the Batman movies. Um, you mentioned a bit ago about Ra's al Ghul. What did you want to say about Ra's al Ghul again? Ra's al Ghul, because huh? the only shows me about the. Because you only saw about a flashback where Batman has been sent to prison about in another country or after he's been, you know, like immobile since he broke his back. Mm. He has this vision about, like, uh, I forgot what Rostock Gould said about something that he has to join about. Mm-hmm. About this visionary. Yeah. What did Rostock Gould say about to Bruce? I think he said something like that you can't stop crime from happening or Gotham is beyond saving or something along those lines. Yeah. yeah something like it's very too mysterious about like uh, even though like uh, even though he's the one that the, the villain to portray the hero about the because that way it's something like because uh, uh, too bad they don't mention about the Lazarus about it yeah. goes back no it was nothing like that I think I don't know if he actually died at the end of Begins but as far as Rises he's supposed to be like you said like he's like a a vision a hallucination that Bruce Wayne has while he's down in that um in the um the pit in his in his little pit um yeah, yeah. um you were about that the new music about the besides about the 
the, the Joker party has like uh, like strings about the right to like uh, still, uh, but now they have a chanting noise about the death. chanting noise. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the ch do the chant. The chant's good for the music of the movie. Do a little bit of the chant. Yeah, it's supposed it's supposed to mean. It, then it says that's supposed to mean rise. But it's, it, he says, what does that mean? It says it's supposed to mean rise when you when it does that. Yeah, What does that mean? Rise. Uh, and I like how it shows once he how he gets out of the pit. He he, it's like a big thing for him to get out. Get, like initiation. Yeah, initiation. get out of it again. Yeah. Yeah, but then at, once he gets out of the pit, like, how does he secretly get back into Gotham? That was another, you know, you can you always talk about plot uh, plot holes in other movies. Well, Dark Knight Rises is full of different plot holes. Yeah, because even though it was about what the introducing about the John Blake played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but actually no, but yeah. John Blake ever knows about the how he knows Bruce Wayne's his Batman mm -hmm. about the, to know about this his his inner life about. Even like uh, I could know if I could just tend to save uh, Gordon from the in the hospital. Yeah. Now after Rises came out and some people liked it, it wasn't like you said it got mixed reviews. After it came out. Nolan was for sure saying this is his third and last one, which it was. Uh, and then Christian Bale would only come back as Batman if Nolan directed. So it's some people would wonder if if they could have convinced Nolan, how would a Nolan fourth movie look like? Just like it would have been nice to add a third movie with Tim Burton and and Michael Keaton. But yeah, after the Nolan ended the third and final Dark Knight Rises with him and Christian Bale, that's when of course you know they brought in Zack Snyder to do the uh, Ben Affleck and that stuff that, that stuff with it. So do you want to say what you thought about quick about Batman and Zack Snyder, how that was once Rises ended a little bit? Yeah. yeah, what did you make of Zack Snyder, Ben Affleck, and uh, Batman v Superman 2016? Was that, do you think that was also good, or what did you it's make of it? It's too darker, very too, like, uh, violent about, like, uh, it's not that the right, that, it's not like the opposite of the Marvel, Marvel cinematics about it. It's like, uh, too, like, uh, made too depression, it's very too, like, uh, overturned. Like, okay. Okay, different different parts of violence. Now, Catwoman, Anne Hathaway, she saves Batman. Spoiler alert! At towards the end of Rises, like she she just blows up Bane with that um with that bike. But like he's supposed to be that was such a weak way for Bane to go out, and also to see that Miranda Tate uh, Miranda Tate uh, Talia Al Ghul was really the boss or in charge of Bane the whole time. Another again another disappointing part about that. Um, but I, like I said, outside of how Catwoman saved him, I, I didn't really see how she fit, fit into the movie outside of that. But it does have a, a number of scenes with Catwoman and Selina Kyle. And you you mentioned a bit about Bane. Um, what else did you want to say about Bane before we move on to other parts of the movie? Well, about Bane, about like a, like a, a very big boss. About the, the, and the Was a boss up until the end. About even sometimes like uh, even does have like uh, we, we, we thought we, we still didn't believe about we thought he's a we thought he was a child that was one right child. right they make it seem like he's the child of Razo Gore, but it's of course really Talia Miranda Tate of course and you know kind of if you rewatch the beginning of the movie you kind of know she's gonna be bad because she uses the same line as her father Raza Gore by talking about a balance of things a balance of something new that kind of kind of implied really early on that she was somehow related to uh, her father by the balance type line that be beginning at um, Bruce Wayne's place. Yeah, 
You talked a bit about Alfred a, a little bit a, a little bit ago. What did you make again? Uh, Michael Caine in his third and final appearance as Alfred. Well, sometimes like uh, when he tells about the the Bruce Wayne about like uh, in the beginning about how he miss uh, Bruce Wayne since he, when he's been missing since the first one about when he's at, when he always wants to see him when he's around out when he's out of the country about to see him still alive. You know that's like uh, sometimes like uh, it doesn't make sense in the ending about the when 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 the whole world thought Bruce Wayne is killed about the. And that way, when he went, that way, he, he, they, they went to his grave uh, with Thomas and Martha. Ray, that he felt he felt to, 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 to protect uh, Bruce from his uh, the troubled world. Like uh, you know, it doesn't make sense how you did. How he, he really knew about the first way he's still alive at the very end. About the even he has a new, new love of his new love about the, to, to get along with. Well, yeah, I mean, about, a lot of that doesn't make sense. It could be, it could be he has his vision. It could be well, what happened was, the thing you're talking about, actually, the thing you're talking about at the end was actually, again, also implied and referred to about 16 minutes into the movie. It's about 16 minutes in the movie when Alfred and uh, when Alfred and Bruce Wayne are talking inside the cave, he, he has a vision of the whole thing in another country of the whole having starting his life over that was again a foreshadowing 16 minutes in when alfred told bruce wayne that at, at the towards the very end uh, it could be it's like it's always in his mind about yeah it could be like uh something has mind of that it's actually he's coming back to the dead about that yeah Al- thought, uh, yeah alfred alfred only had a few scenes in the movie like only like two or three but the scenes that are in the herein are very engaging on when he does talk with or about with bruce wayne well, that's that's the part where he's probably he left far away from Gotham because he didn't want to see what Bruce Wayne was going into with him as Batman. So that he's only shown in the very beginning, a little bit past the beginning, and then at the very end. So it's kind of like he's supposed to be disappearing during to the part you're referring to because he didn't want to be have a part of where Bruce Wayne was going and all that. So he didn't even know that Bane broke his back and was really hurting and was in the pit. Like he had no idea what was going on between the middle and end. He was like that stuff in the middle and end was like a whole lot of stuff going on really at that time. So he's like only showing the movie. Yeah. And also there's a new what's new about this new vehicle that introduced a nice bad pod that a Batmobile. Oh, oh! You mean like the um? It's kind of like a bat, a bat flying thing, similar to the thing in Batman '89 towards the end, like a a flying type device. Except it's still shaped like a tumbler. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of similar to still shaped like tumbler. I like, I like when Catwoman was in the in there with Batman, and um, or no, in the beginning before they get on, uh, she's like. My mo- my mother warned me about getting into cars with strange men, and then he's like, "This is it's it's not a car." And then and then after he drops her off, he's like, "So that's what that feels like," because he always leaves like how he did with Harvey Dent and, and Gordon. So that's what that feels like. But yeah, but yeah, it's kind of like a flying thing, similar to Batman '89 at the end. But like you said, still kind of part part tumbler. So it's like a dumb little flying thing. Since the Bat, Bat- Batman Begins had the tumbler, Bat- then Batman uh, the Dark Knight had then the uh, Bat Cycle bike thing, and then and, and then this flying thing in the third movie. 
Well, that 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 was dumb. That was dumb on um Gordon's part, cause that's another plot hole or, or stupid thing. Because people have said Gordon is usually not that dumb. He's a smart character in these Nolan movies. So that was dumb on Gordon's part to uh to have all of all the police people go under underneath the bottom like that. Yeah, and so also about even though some, uh, sometimes what to do about the uh, why I did it about the the, the you know the what you call Rajah group, group what's the name of the group of the Rajah group formed about the uh, League of Shadows yeah League, League, League of Shadows, Shadows why they want to take over everything in the Gotham to get rid to get rid of the riches the society about the, yeah that that wasn't explained to our either. Yes. That's what I like about the Nolan Batman trilogy is that he's shown in a good amount and begins and it has his little cameo scenes in the beginning of Dark Knight and then towards the end of Rises. I do like how Scarecrow's in all three movies like that for sure. Even also about this, another thing that's good scene about the Batman, the Dark Knight Rises, when the, when Elvis Wayne that did come out of uh, uh, come out of the, from the public to try to save those people trapped on the bikes, but they chase after them. They they use some kind of biggest like a uh, big grappling line to how they get to get off the, the. Which part? The, which part are you talking? Which which part are you talking about? The bike, the bike, the, another bike chase scene about to save the people who are trapped. Uh, Oh, the person on that bike during that whole thing. That's a great part of 45 minutes in about in the movie. I think that's what you're referring to when he when the whole bike and the thing with the Bane and the bike sleeping. We're going to talk more about that after a quick commercial break. I want to talk about I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell phone or computer. Anchor.fm podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. All right, let's talk about the bike scene you were referring to with that again. So he, what he did with that person on it, it was kind of, he eventually found what almost seemed like a an iPad or a tablet, right? Is that what you're talking about? Tablet? Yeah, like an iPad tablet type thing that he finds off of one of the goons' bikes or something, right? Uh, yeah, I think that. Oh yeah, yeah, something with the grappling line. Uh, the, the, the grappling line took out one of the goons with the grappling line. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, uh, and also about like, uh, yeah, the fun part that when they introduced this Lena Kyle about the, the work at three the, at the Wayne Manor, but 
disguised as a maid, but it's like when uh, Alfred instructed Selena about it's like uh, how they do that in the previous role in, in Devil Wears Prada. You have to be instructed to, to be as a maid to know what the instruction, what to do, but you never saw the Devil Wears Prada? I've seen a few, I've seen bits and parts, but not the entire movie. But it has connection. It has connection about Alfred's instruction to how to serve it to Alfred. About so Alfred instructed Selena when he goes to Wayne's Bruce Wayne's uh, uh, suite about to know to work how he could serve them to leave it privately. Okay. It's just like uh, someone instructs about how the and Alfred be instructed to serve it to the Meryl Streep character. She right. Well, like you said, she she played like an an homage to one of the earlier women of the 20th century, like you mentioned in the one part. Yeah. And she looked I look she looked I think she looked really really great, really fantastic in the Catwoman suit. And you know, she was good also all right as Selena Kyle, but like I said, yeah, I was, except, except what's missing is she doesn't have her own personal cat. That's true. That's true. She doesn't. She doesn't have her own. That she doesn't have her own personal cat. But she is shown with a female friend of hers. They had some girl cast as her friend, and they show her her friend in like a scene or two. A female friend of hers. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know. I I think she was kind of like plopped into the movie, but didn't really wasn't needed too much. But it was nice to see what they gave of her. Um, and then again, what I said about like with Bane is like he seems like he's the main bad person for the majority of this, only to find out at the end that he's helping and really under uh, Miranda Tate's Talia Ta- Ta- Ghul. Um, yeah, I just brought up the page. Um, I just brought up the uh, IMDb page. They gave it a rating of the the rating of fans gave it an eight point four out of ten. And then I was just bringing up the quotes page. So if it's just like the Dark Knight and Batman Begins, a lot of good quotes in these Nolan Batman movies. Any other quotes we haven't mentioned yet you liked? There's a lot of quotes to choose from. Well, uh, something like, uh, oh, it's like, uh, let, me, let me think. Uh, no, if you forget, bring up the page and we can see all 180 quotes are all right there on the IMDb page of all the Dark Knight Rises quotes to choose from. Like the top, like, um, like the, the top one is about Jim Gordon and Batman and then Bane and then Bruce Wayne and Bane. All this stuff, to, uh, a lot of good choices. Uh uh, only thing I think about that. Uh, just a second. Besides the speech of that, Batman. Uh, peace has peace has cost you your strength. Victory has defeated you. The... That's a good okay. one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Where's that one at? Where's that and one? And also about the. Uh, uh, Jim Gordon reading the book of Tale of Two Cities says, I see a beautiful city and the brilliant people rising from this abyss. I see the lives in which I have laid down my life, peaceful, useful, prosperous, and happy. I see that in all the sanctuary in their hearts and the hearts of their, uh, of their descendants, generations hence. It is a far, far better thing that I do than I have ever, ever done. And, uh, it is far, far better rest that I go to. Yeah, that that that's good. That was good by Gordon. Gordon said that towards the end of the movie. Now, what was the one you said right before the Gordon one? I'm trying to find the one you said right before the Gordon one. Gordon, yeah, the right before the Gordon quote you just mentioned that he mentioned towards the end of the movie himself for like um was supposed to be a eulogy. What was the Bane quote you just said? I'm trying to find that one too. Um, uh, 
Peace has cost oh, okay. Peace has cost you. I'm trying to find where that says that here. Yeah, that was a, they had a lot of, a lot of really, a lot of good quotes in this movie. Like, I, I thought it was the weakest of the three movies, but it, they do have, they do have a lot of good quotes with some of these characters. Uh, let me see. Here's Selena Kyle. coming, Mr. Wayne. You and your friends better bend down the hatches because when when it hits, you all gotta wonder how you ever thought you could live so large and leave so little for the rest of us. Bruce Bruce says you sound like you are looking forward to it. I'm adaptable. Yeah, that whole line between the the Selena Kyle Catwoman quote you just said there—that's also a very good one. I like how that was written as well. Like. Now, now these movies have plot holes and all this kind of stuff, but for the most part, with few, with a few exceptions, a lot of the writing in these movies are really, um, I, I thought, I thought I liked, uh, most, most of the writing on how these quotes on all the movies were, um, said and done. And also, there's, uh, there's the Bruce Wayne about lost his car, but must have lost my ticket. You want valid tenant, your wife, your wife said you were taking a cab home. My wife? Uh, yeah, right. That, now that one, now that one you just mentioned is actually, that's also a good one. That one you just mentioned right there with that, with the car and the, and the wife, that's actually mentioned in the, uh, one of the trailers. So that's a trailer bit. It's a trailer quote, because it was in the original trailers for it, too. Very good, also. Um. But- what did you make of uh, Nolan having a cop character called Foley? What did you make of Foley? Uh, Foley played by Matthew Bodine. Yeah, yeah, what did you make of him? Well, it's very too, uh, idiotic. Uh, yeah, something is very too, like, uh, obsessed about the bring, very, very bring the Batman to justice, but he really doesn't doubt he was, he's very doubtful about the, the Batman, the, he believes that Batman is a murderer. Until, until now he get, gets regret, regrets about the, when, uh, when, uh, when they make a speech about the real, the real story about Harvey Dent. The, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I mean, it, uh, yeah, he, for the most part of the movie, he's kind of like, almost similar to how like, um, how Knox was in Batman 89, kind of just like a, almost a throwaway character. Yeah. Oh, you were saying, um, you were saying about the, the, the music or the line they said when they're in the prison. One says the, the blind prisoner says, dashi, dashi, dashi basara, dashi basara, dashi basara, and that's supposed to mean rise. Because I do know that the blind prisoner uh, played by Tom Cornish really is blind about that, you know. The- oh, is he, is he, is that person blind, is that um, person blind in real life? Uh, no, oh. uh, Tom Cornish Tom is not blind. Oh, maybe, oh, just the char- just, just the character was? Just a character was about co-prisoners, about the... Oh, okay. Uh, the, oh, so just as a character. Yeah. And then I see above that, about him with that and his prison thing, you were mentioning about how um, doc- Dr. Jonathan Crane is back in a cameo. We've got some quotes from, quotes from him between um, him and uh, Philip Striver. It says, there's been a mistake. T- take me to Bane. I want to see Bane. Where is Bane? There's been no mistake, Mr. Striker. You are Philip. Sh- I'm not going to read the whole line, but yeah, um, the Crane, Jonathan Crane does have a line to say between him, the Striver character, and then a little bit after that, um, a little bit between between him and Gordon, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a really lot of interesting quotes that Rises has, even though I thought it was, uh, in my opinion, the weakest of the three Nolan Batman movies. Mm. And also, what's another character about this? The interesting character named John Daggett, because that Daggett, that, that Daggett is also appeared in the, in the original character from the animated series in the '90s. Yes. 
Well, he, almost like a rival, a rival against Bruce Wayne. Yeah, in John, it was John Dam, John, uh, John Dang in the animated series, but then in Rises, I think that it was the same last name, but then Nolan chose a different first name or something. Yeah, because you don't know about Dang actually first appeared in the comic book series, or they actually made it to the, made it to the, you know, the. Well, like the, I said, the like, um, well, like I said, the, in, the inspiration for Rises was oh, we. Yeah. The inspiration. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, you go ahead. No, you, so you can go first. It's fine. Because you know where I thought the idea about the Anne Hathaway, especially she, if she's gonna play it as a Catwoman, she thought the idea that they're making Secret of Dark Knight Rises, she should have played it as a Harley Quinn type. You know, like what happens after Joker's been sent to prison? If she's to be like a, a, well, well, from a, what I read, ab- from what I read about that, it sounded like she thought she was auditioning for Harley Quinn as as the part, and didn't realize till later that she wasn't auditioning for Harley Quinn, but rather for, but rather, but rather for the cat. Selena Kyle Catwoman but you mentioned again the um the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies earlier with Spider-Man 1 with uh um uh Kirsten Dunst that if 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 the original Spider-Man 4 would have happened instead of the amazing Spider-Man that she may have been playing a a Spider-Man um female whatever that woman yeah the black cat yeah because even though, even except the amazing Spider-Man two, was I haven't watched. I, I find out the cast that plays that the original cast of play, something playing black cat. This yeah, movie. she was she was trying. She may have been offered the part of the black cat if there would have been a Spider-Man Sam Raimi Spider-Man four. Um, to, to, to answer more about Ra's al Ghul earlier, when he's having the hallucination inside of the uh, pit, then when Bruce Wayne's having it in the pit, yeah, Ra's al Ghul says, "I saw you dead." That uh, because I, I told you I'm immortal. Well, I see the whole line. It says, um, you, you yourself fought the decadence of Gotham for years with all your strength, all your resources, all your moral authority, and the only victory you achieved was a lie. Now you understand. Gotham is beyond saving and must be allowed to die. And there's also another, 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 another brother... Another quote is, uh, after Catwoman trapped a Batman into fight with Bane, I had no choice. I need a way to keep him, keep him from killing me. She just made a serious mistake. Yeah. Not as serious yours, I fear. Bane. Yeah, she, she, um, she didn't realize, she didn't realize when she was doing that, how much she was really hurting him and how far it really did hurt him on his, getting his back broken and everything. So what, at the time she thought she was fine, but then when she saw what happened to him, she felt a little bit guilty about it, at least partly after that whole mess with that. The first fight, by the way, between Bane and Batman, that first fight. Really, really well done. That's the third movie. Fight, yeah, bl- uh, mass, uh, blaster, right. Know, the big guy with the heavy mask. Yeah. Uh, at the gladiator, gladiator theme about the, in the Call of Thunderdome. Right. Now, listen, I have a quick, that's true about Mad Max stuff, yeah. Now, I, I, I saw, a, I have a quick quote I saw here on a character we have not talked yet about since last speaking about him in Begins in Dark Knight. A little quote between him and Bruce Wayne at one part. It says, you'll know which character I'm talking about. We can talk a little bit about it after I say the quote. It says, this conversation used to end up with an unusual request. I'm retired. Well, let me show you some stuff anyway, just for old time's sake. Who am I talking to? Who am I talking about? What uh, quote? What quote was that from? Lucius? Lucius Fox? 
Lucius Fox, uh, Morgan Freeman, back in the third movie, a lot older now. He's supposed to be eight years older. He looks kind of older. So what'd you make of uh, the bits and parts of um, Lucius Fox in Rises? Surprised with the bat surprised with that flying bat thing. He said, I just call it the bat and yes, it does come in black. He surprised Bruce Wayne with the whole bat flying thing you were mentioning earlier. Oh yeah, so he he's the one that gave him the the, the bad plane, the, the... Yeah. Yeah, the bad plane was when he first showed him in that scene that I'm referring to, the quote I just said. He sh that's where he showed him the, ba the bad plane. Now, you also mentioned a little bit about, earlier, about um, John Blake, or rather, you mentioned him by his actor's real-life name, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and how, how, again, another plot hole, how quickly he could realize he really is between Batman. What did you make? I mean, I as far as um, Joseph Gordon as an actor and stuff before that and such, and of course he got he was in that '90s comedy uh, Third Rock from the Sun in Rises. What did you What did you make he's of how? He's also in the other like we called Five you know, Hundred Days of Summer. And, yeah. And, and uh, ten things I hate about you. Yeah. Um, he also, he also worked again with previously. He works with uh, Christopher Nolan in, in Incep Inception. Yeah. So he's with he he's previously in Rises with uh, Nolan in Inception uh, Inception twenty ten and yes two thousand nine came um was was the Five Hundred Days of Summer which would be then the director. The Matt Mar the Web guy Mark Web I think his name would reboot Spider Man like you said reboot Spider Man and then in um when you mentioned the ninety nine one um the ten things I hate about you Joseph Joseph Gordon Levin worked with Heath Ledger yeah you know all these different connections yeah it all connects different ways and also uh, for the Dark Knight Rises it's like half of it so half of it is very good about it about the it's like it was almost another one on this cop about with that. With, along with Gordon about to know about how he knows about this how, he, how you believe that the Batman is a hero about that but then the other half wait 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 wait, wait. Which, which part are you talking about? Joseph Gordon, oh, okay, right, yeah, Joseph, right. What did you make of, um, what did you make of that woman towards the end saying, oh, I like, I like your, your legal name, Robin. I think that was just for the fans. I don't think, like, that was supposed well, to really be Robin. Character John Blake, uh, he wasn't raised as an acrobat. He, he was, he was orphan. He was, he knows about, he lives in the orphanage life about with this. Yeah, this that's kind of how it kind of relates, yeah. Because that's like, uh, even though like, he doesn't show about the, the fighting skills. Right, like, yeah, no, no fighting skills, no fighting skills, no fighting skills. He's got the will about what's left behind for Bruce Wayne about, that he gives him the direction about the, to his Batcave. Yeah, about that, about that at the end. Yeah, what about the Batcave at the end? Because we didn't, we had, because uh, uh, John Blake got the will from Bruce Wayne about to know the location. Because mm. I don't believe that John Blake, John Blake got had any fighting skills. Yeah, no, didn't show any, didn't show any fighting skills. And again, because this was Nolan's third and final movie, and they showed him go up above the cave at the very, very end, he was the last character okay. shown like that. It was kind of like, almost like a tease of nothing, because there wasn't going to be a fourth Nolan Batman movie. So it's like, once you see Joseph Gordon-Levitt as John Blake rise up on the cave like that as the very character last shown, it's like, hey, I want to see how he go fights crime in a fourth movie as as whatever he's, whether he's Batman, Batman or... Batman. Yeah. As well, oh, even though he has a Robin about... Can't imagine it'd be like a bird, you know, red, red, yeah. red, green, green, something. Type. Yeah, they didn't, yeah. 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 Yeah.
new kind of Robin. You know, like uh, yeah. Fully now this movie that. is almost three hours. It's over a little over two and a half hours, two hours and forty four minutes. A lot of good quotes. We talked about some of the characters. My first question now from next to you next is, what are your least favorite scene or least favorite scenes? And then after your least favorite scenes, what your favorite scenes are? Least favorite first. Least favorite first is, uh, even despite the ending about that, the one about uh, I realized that I found that first friend is alive with, with, the, with the, uh, Selena Kyle's new date with the uh, new date. You didn't like you didn't like that that Alfred yeah, saw. Something very ambiguous and very too confusing about to, to us. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't ambiguous enough because they literally shown after they showed Michael Caine Alfred's face a little bit later right after that they show Mike uh, they show um, Christian Bale's Wayne. Bruce Wayne with Selena Kyle so it's like that that cut off any sense of the ambiguousness when they showed uh, Christian Bale and, and, and Selena Kyle um, and Hathaway. They, they lost the ambiguance there. Because it does show about the, the Bruce Wayne that promised uh, yeah. Selena about how they have to save the city and mm. say, say what, he, what he has to do and then when it's over. Right. So what, after, out, outside of the Alfred scene at the end, what you were saying there's another scene outside of that one, outside of the cafe in Italy. What was your other dis- not favorite scene? Well, something that we've seen about the at the at Wall Street, but what does it make sense about the at the legal shot wants to do something economic downturn? Okay, so something about the the legal, I'm not the legal, the economic Wall Street like downturn of stuff, stuff around there. I um about that scene around that scene before Bane goes in to to to, to do that stuff to that guy and stuff. There's a quick scene of people um polishing shoes and they use the they use the quote Two Face, so they oh, say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing with the hidden fact about that, but Bane comes in the Wall Street with a red, red, red bicycle helmet. It's like somewhere like under the red hood. Right, but the, with the Robin, the red hood again, yeah. They had the red hood thing that you mentioned, kind of like that. And the, the Two-Face thing was mentioned with the shoe polishing, but then, so it's like Two-Face polishing was Rises, and they mentioned Harvey Dent and, two, Harvey Dent and Two-Face a few different times. And then in Dark Knight, um, Dark Knight mentioned kind of Catwoman again with like uh, she'll, she'll, she'll do it'll do fine against cats so it's like they try to connect all the movies but like for me personally Dark Knight Rises was more of a sequel to Batman Begins and less of a sequel to Dark Knight because like you said Joker's not mentioned they show briefly Ros- they show briefly Rachel Dawes and a few mentions of Harvey Dent Two-Face but the, the references really call back between Rises and Begins with Ra's al Ghul and the League, the League of Shadows so if you think about it it's more of a sequel to Begins than Dark Knight if you but uh, and it's the third and final so I I thought it I thought it to be the weakest of the trilogy how would you how would you um um, see rises as far as quality wise compared to the two movies before it uh, the, uh, like like would you say would you say like it's um like on par with Batman Begins or would you say it's lower than Begins in Dark Knight well I thought that Dark Knight is the highest rate, highest rate yeah that's the highest trilogy, one but, uh, but even though it's like a, uh, I think the Dark Knight Rises is a Either, 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 you know, like either one or one, one above or one below, like a middle. 
In the middle? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I, I have it at the bottom. I, depending on the day or the week, I have either Dark Knight or Begins at the top spot. Some days and some weeks, they exchange between one and two. But for me, Rises is always on the bottom quality as far as how good those first two were. I thought that Nolan was pressured into doing a third movie. I think it probably should have ended at the end of Dark Knight and then kind of imagine our own third movie because the third movie to me didn't isn't as great as it could be or as awesome as it could be but that's just my opinion um we're just reaching 47 minutes in so how about we do about your final thoughts and opinions wrapping up about dark knight rises uh and what and then how you would personally give it a greater rating um dark knight rises is good. It almost it's almost doing good but the, even though it's something that any other scenes that might be too confusing, it might be like uh, something is uh, you need to ask uh, the director's question about what the, what what does it all mean about the can they can you add some extra scenes about yeah to make more yeah sense right. The, yeah, a lot of a lot of it's confusing for sure. You're right, very confusing. A lot of plot holes, confusing in plot holes, and some scenes don't make sense. That's 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 what that that kind of stuff takes in a, a few notches down for me in the stuff you just mentioned there. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Uh, so I why grade this movie rating about? I say about like a uh, like a seven seven uh, like a, I would say I make it very very eight point one. Eight? Like a, a eight. Oh, an eight point one, eight point one out of ten. Or that's a generous. Seven, or make it seven. Now that's I think seven. Yeah, I think seven's more reasonable for this. A seven. The IMDb people, the fans rated it eight something, but I think I think you're right. I think with seven's more likely. That's for the uh, the number seven. And uh, letter. What about if it was a letter grade? How would you letter grade this? Like a. Uh... Uh, what's a letter grade from the add a good one about like a, like a maybe B or something or the yeah if if we're gonna go with, if we're gonna go with B I would give it like a I would give it a B minus like a B B minus like between eight yeah like somewhere there a seven a seven in a seven out of ten or like a B minus yeah yeah. Yeah, um, what, again, this movie, like I said in the Dark Knight one we did together, I felt like he was in the bat suit, the majority of Dark Knight, more or less than any other movie before it. Well, I don't, I, I can't say how much he's gonna, was in the bat suit in the Slack Snyder and the Matt Reeves ones, but this was more of like Bruce Wayne. This is more about Bruce Wayne than it was about Batman, but it showed a lot more, just like Beget Begins was about Bruce Wayne, so was Dark Knight Rises. So again, I felt like Dark, Dark Knight Rises was more of a sequel to Begins. Um, I thought for the most part, I mean, Bane is a little bit silly with his voice, but his voice and the lines of his voice are a lot of fun to do. Again, Catwoman for me, she was good in it, but I thought they could have really not, they didn't really need Catwoman, but they kind of... They, I think, I think if, if it would have been more about, if it would have been more about, um, Talia Al Ghul, like all about Talia Al Ghul for most of the movie, and then Selena Kyle Catwoman wasn't in it, it would have been interesting and more of a story of how, like, if they put more emphasis and more story plot into what Talia Al Ghul, Miranda Tate was supposed to do, but they were trying to throw two women in there, so they had, um, Talia Al Ghul and Selena Kyle Catwoman, so I thought that was, again, adding too many characters. You didn't need that cop character, um, you said, um, Modine, Modine character and Catwoman, like, this movie has had way too many extra characters characters in it for how big and much the story was um but yeah 
as uh, also do you know places the senator I'm ever found out places the senator Dark Knight Rises that Selena uh, got kidnapped the yeah tell me tell me tell me about the political senator yeah yeah one senator you know heads up the cast and has a, uh, as a, another Batman related movie called Joker it plays uh, Thomas w- Thomas Wayne the guy that talks to um, Selena Kyle in Parts of Rises. No, no, the one that talks, who talks with the, uh, the Matthew Modine, the senator, about the now that Selena Kyle kidnapped him, probably be part of like a. The like senator, a, the senator that that talks to the senator that talks to uh, Modine is in what again? Uh, he he ends up again in that, but this time it's a different character than another Batman related movie in the Dark uh, Joker, 2019. Uh, this, Wayne. The senator, the senator that talks to Modine, also plays Thomas Wayne in in the Joker twenty nineteen movie. Yeah, 2019, yeah. Oh, I guess Batman he's in. Movie. Well, I guess he's in both then. Only like Rises was about Batman, but then in Joker nineteen was all about a solo Joker. So, and he played what character? Did he play um, Bruce Wayne's father, Thomas Wayne? Yeah, about the yeah the origin about that connection. Oh, with, uh, oh that's very interesting. It's very interesting because I I didn't know who played what in the Joker twenty nineteen. So that's kind of like a um, that's kind of that's kind of like confusing because I I have to look up the actual actor to know why he was in both and he got to be in both of stuff and what pro- other project he was in. So that's a that's a bit of interesting trivia you have have there. Yeah. Um. While we're still live, it has to wrap up in less than fifty-five from fifty-two here. Um, I know you. I know you just started up work again, so I guess just text me when you know you're able to do another one. Um, the next one we're, we're going to do. I want to get um, the second um, Quentin Tarantino after Inglorious Bastards. We're going to do. Um, we're going to do Django Unchained 2012 next, and then directly after Django Unchained, we can go right into your um, 1988 Tim Burton Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, right. Yeah, we're gonna do Beetlejuice after Django Unchained first. Just let, I, I know you're busy with work and your family and all this stuff, so just text me when you know you're available, and we'll try to squeeze in on uh, the next movies up next. But that's gonna be uh, Django Unchained and then Beetlejuice. All right. Uh, also, another thing I thought imagine in my mind about well, you can make uh, another Batman movie into the Matrix style. You know, like, Wait, what happened? What about Matrix and Batman? Say this again. Because why do you imagine that Batman movies into the Matrix Matrix world? You know, like, How do you mean? Like, like, what do you mean? Because if you thought you want action, I thought you might you have slow motion. Oh, I don't know about all that, but I don't know about all that. All I know, all I can say about Matrix and Batman is that before Chris Nolan was decided to be the director by Warner Brothers for Batman Begins 2005, they were offering it to the Wachowski siblings. But obviously they never did that. But that was an offer. That's the only. Wachowski originally works in the comic book store. They originally were before they do filmmaking. Mm. They originally work in the comic book store. Yeah. That's where they're a big fan of that Japanese anime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they were offered to direct Batman Begins, but yeah, I guess that's true about the comic book stuff. Yeah. So, Even they, adapt, they adapted that graphic novel, V for Vendetta. Yes, they do. The v, and then the V for the Vendetta has the voice of uh, the voice of um, Mr. Smith does the voice of that masking character for it. Yeah, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, Hugo Weaving. Right. So I guess the yeah. time's up. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got just under fifty. Once it hits the fifty-five zero, I get the alarm saying that it's a uh, that that has the alarm left. So. Well, any last really quick things you want to say about Dark Knight Rises before we close out? Uh, I, I, 
Okay, well, you got you got you, you went over some of the quotes, and I know you like, and I, some of the trivia we connected, and also how it connected to other movies. So I know you like your trivia, and um, we will all we we see we'll see you all in the next discussion when we're talking about Django Unchained. Left Django Unchained 2012, and directly after that is going to be Beetlejuice from 1988, 1988 to Burn a Beetlejuice. Uh, thanks again. Thanks again, Avi, for coming on. I, 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 you really are helping my podcast stay alive. Really appreciate it. And I hope to see you soon when we're both free. Uh, uh, good luck watching uh, that, that new Batman movie. Thank you. I'm planning to see it Tuesday, Tuesday, March 8th. Are you planning on seeing it? Well, it depends on that. I got the schedule for next month. I'm finally going to see the musical theater. I haven't been to a long time. Oh, you should, you should see it after the musical theater. Yeah, that's where I'm planning to. It depends if Harry Harry has time, but even if Harry got my brother Harry can find reservations. Say that again. Okay. Say say that again. Ask Harry if I ask my parents or. Oh, okay. I just want to show you what I'm talking about. Yeah, you should see it with your with your with the theater thing with him. It's, it says as um the maximum record the, the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. Then you see how see how it's dark red. Dark red dark means red. after 55. But uh, I'm gonna enjoy Matt Reeves' Batman on Tuesday, March 8th, and I hope you can see it after that theatrical experience with the people you're seeing that with. Alright. Sound good? Uh, Alright, we'll talk about Matt Reeves next. All right, take care. All right, everybody, that's all for now. That was Avi just leaving, and this is Avi and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC. Signing out for now.